today's episode, I'm going to give you guys the mental attributes you need to help you win a fight. Welcome to the Mind Your Self-Defense Podcast, where my goal is to teach men and women how to gain confidence by connecting to their inner badass. I am your host, Sensei Andrew. I am a Black Button Krav Maga uh, NRA firearms instructor, a U.S. Navy veteran, and owner of Rise Above Self-Defense. By using interviews with industry professionals, self-defense students, product reviews, and personal experience, I can help guide you to your badass. Welcome back, guys. I hope you guys had a good week. Um, Today, we're going to talk about the mental attributes you need to win a fight. Um, There's no particular order or priority um, because, in my opinion, it's all going to be based on context and environment of where the, the fight or the attack is taking place. So, there's no list but these are things that you should you should uh, think about prior to a fight or an attack and uh, consider it when you are actually in the fight or the attack. Um, so like I said, no no particular order, but these are some of the things that I think you should consider. Um, and it will help you with your mindset during the, the attack or the fight. Um, the first one is you have to give yourself permission to defend yourself. Um, you would think that would be a given, but it's not. Uh, in my classes, when I have my students, especially the females, they have a hard time hitting other people. Um, Even if they have gloves on and the other person's holding pads or whatever the case may be, women have a hard time um, hitting people with force. They'll give you little love taps and stuff like that, but like to actually unleash the violence that they have that they would need to defend themselves women are very timid and you know it's you know i don't know why it's a societal thing or whatever causes that but if you're going to defend yourself in a life and death situation you cannot be timid you have to give yourself permission to defend yourself you are worth defending if you're not gonna give it your all to defend yourself how can you expect other people to come and give you help to defend you if you're not gonna defend you what's gonna make other people defend you so you have to just say if someone's trying to attack you you have to say it's okay for me to fight back okay because it is all right, so that's that's the first one. Like I said, there's no particular order. It's just that one, I think, is is very important because most people would think that they wouldn't even have to think about that question. But unfortunately, for a lot of people, uh, it is a question that they need to answer for themselves before they even 
can think about defending themselves okay and if you if you use this mindset if you say yes i can defend myself then it'll kind of help you uh eliminate that fight flight or freeze um reaction that your body would go through uh because you're saying okay i'm going to fight you're telling your brain let's fight instead of not giving it any information imagine your brain as a computer and I've, I've used this analogy a lot if your brain's a computer and someone hits you your brain your brain has to process that that uh pain even if it's minor pain even if it's a little paper cut or someone just barely touches you anywhere you feel it so your brain has to process it if it's a little bit of brain, brain, ah, brain, sorry, my brain's not working. Um, if it's a little bit of pain, then it gets processed quicker. If it's a lot of pain, the pain lingers. So, but it takes a little bit longer for your brain to process it. So, imagine your computer or your brain is the computer and it's not getting any information. What happens to a computer that is turned on and you don't touch any of the keypads or any movement on the computer? It, the screensaver comes on, so it just goes blank. And it's waiting for you to give it information. Well, that's what happens if someone is, is hitting you or um, threatening you or, or whatever the case may be and you're in the freeze um, position in your mind, you have your screensaver on and your brain is waiting for you to give it something to do, give it some information on what it's gonna do next. So if you allow yourself, like when this person, even before the attack happens or the fight happens, if this person comes up to you in a threatening manner and you could feel the escalation to where there's going to be a fight. Then tell yourself, okay, I'm going to allow myself to defend myself. This way, the screensaver never comes on. Okay, that's like you typing in, you know, you're typing in on a Google search or whatever. You're typing in, okay, to fight. At least the computer is now it's starting to get information, okay. I need to, I'm going to go to this website, all right? So if you typed in, okay, to fight, then your next thing would be go to that website. Now what I do to fight? It doesn't matter as long as you don't let your brain freeze to where the screensaver comes on. You don't want that. You want to be able to be in the present, be in the now, and focus on what's happening or what's going to happen at that present time because if you're not thinking about nothing because you're so scared then like I said you're gonna freeze and then that person could do whatever they want to you or if you do flip the switch to fight as the time you're processing that that person already has hit you a couple times and it could have been one that just knocks you out so you might not even get a chance to 
process that. So you need either that or as you're frozen, that person, you know, God forbid, throws you into a van or whatever. And, and that's terrible. All right. And well, we'll transition to the next one. The next one is do not let them change your location. So if you're in a parking lot at a store, don't let them put you in a vehicle and take you somewhere else. I don't have all the statistics in front of me, but I know from uh, some prior experience and law enforcement buddies of mine and TV shows and everything. If they take you from a from the location you're currently at where the assault started and they take you to another location, there's a 98% chance that you will never be found again. That's scary, people. That is scary. So you got to give yourself permission and you have to um, do whatever you got to do to make sure they do not take you away from that particular area that you're at. Okay, and that's going to transition into the next one, which is... You have to be a hundred percent in or a hundred percent out. So what do I mean that what I, what do I mean by that? I mean if you are going to like say they're trying to move you to a different location, you have to be a hundred percent in because at that point you don't have a choice to be a hundred percent out. So at a hundred percent in means that you're gonna fight with everything you got. It's either fight for your life or die trying type of deal okay um because if you let them take you where where they want to take you like i said chances are you're not going to be found and chances are a lot of terrible things are going to be happening to you that are going to be worse than death okay in my opinion i you know i hope this stuff never happens to anybody. I hope no one ever has to experience this. Um, but we have to be real, people. People are not going to just... If they're if they're going to move you, they're not moving you to kill you. Okay? If they wanted to kill you, they would do it right there in the street, wherever, wherever the attack happens. If they are moving you, they want to keep you alive for something who knows what um sex slave um I, I don't know to be honest i don't know there's so many freaky people out there um that would do stuff to other people for a million and million different reasons okay my my thing is i want you guys to focus I'm making yourself a hard target so this never happens to you. Uh, and just be aware of your... I mean, situational awareness is so much... Um, so important. You know, avoid the fight before it happens. Uh, you could go back on season one and you guys could check the episode I did on situational awareness. Uh, but you have to be 100% in. 100% out so 100% in means you have to fight with 
every bone and breath in, in your body to survive. Okay? Anything goes. Um, 100% out means that you're going to run. If you're not going to fight, then you have to run. Okay? So you're either 100% into the fight or 100% out of the fight. Okay? Uh, just being, just have in mind that you might not be able to run every single time. All right? Um, if you're by yourself and you have the ability to run, then run. If you are with your kids or you know a, a friend or whatever you know are you going to say okay it's it's me or you or are you going to fight or you're going to have that mindset you guys going to predetermine hey if something happens it's every person for themselves and we'll find each other later or is it hey you know what i'll stick with you no matter what i mean you know i don't know if you need to have those conversations or not but you know most people are not going to leave friends to fend for themselves, you know, in a situation like that. Um, but just have that that wherewithal to know that I'm not going to, I got to be 100% in. I, if I'm going to fight for my life, I have to be 100% in, okay? And that's going to transition us to the next one, which is where you have to be aggressive you have to be aggressive the only thing that could stop violence is more violence um i know that this is a touchy subject for a lot of people but it's true there, there's nothing you can't sugarcoat this you can't you know give it cutesy names and 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 try to make it easy for people to uh, to absorb and you, it, i'm sorry people i'm not going to bs you and when it comes to stuff like this you can't bs yourself okay um i don't remember if i've told this story before but if i did it's probably an old episode i i was teaching a self-defense workshop and I had about 20 people, most of them were females, and there was these two girls, um, I think they were around 16, 17, and uh, we started doing drills with the pads, and, and they were hitting the pads, and and then we got into chokes, where everybody was choking each other, after I showed them how to get out of the chokes, and... Uh, the two girls came to me and said, you know what, we're leaving. And we were maybe an hour into the workshop. It was a two-hour workshop. And they said, we're leaving. And I, I asked them why. And the girls told me, it's too real for me. And I'm like, too real for you? And they're like, yeah, it's too real. It's scary. And I go, are you guys sure you guys want to leave? And they're like, yeah. So they grabbed their stuff and they left. And, uh, you know, I was like, 
wow. If we're doing it slow and training with other females and stuff like that, and she found that, and you know, they found that scary. Can you imagine what it's going to be like with a, a man who is trying to hurt you? How scary that's going to be? So, you know, you don't want to have the first time uh, you're punched or hit or choked or any of that stuff happen when your life depends on it. You want to know, you know, at least get an idea of what it feels like in a safe environment because your brain could react to it. It, it It's familiar with it. Uh, it doesn't mean you're going to perform at top levels or anything like that, but it does mean that you are going to at least have uh, the foundation of what to do in that situation because you know like i said your brain's a computer you have to give it that you have to install that program or the app into your head for it to come on if you never install the app it's never going to come in to help you when uh that app is supposed to be needed so um I hope that makes sense. It makes sense in my head. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is that if you've never practiced self-defense and someone chokes you, the chances of you freezing are higher because your brain is not going to know how to process the choke. You're going to go into panic mode. Um, stress and adrenaline kick in, uh, anxiety, I mean, everything kicks in and you're not going to know what to do. Where if, even if you've just taken the choke escapes one time, if someone chokes you, it's like that app that's constantly running in the background on your phone or your computer that you don't know it's even on until one day you know you decide oh i need this and all of a sudden it pops up it's kind of like that okay so i want you guys to to get some kind of training it doesn't matter you know self-defense it doesn't matter um martial arts it doesn't matter just practice something but know what you want to learn don't take swimming lessons if you want to be a marathon runner okay i'm not saying that one won't benefit the other but what i'm trying to say is that if you want to become a marathon runner then you have to practice running for marathons now swimming could help you get in shape for that but it's not going to teach you how to run so if you want to learn how to throw punches take boxing if you want if you want to learn how to throw punches elbows and knees then take muay thai if you want to learn how to throw kicks then take taekwondo or take karate if you want to learn how to throw people to the floor 
take judo or take wrestling. If you want to learn how to fight when you're on the floor, then take Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Just understand what you want to learn, okay? If you want to learn a little bit of all of it, then that's where you start going into the self-defense, the MMA style stuff. The self-defense, it's pretty much, a lot of it is MMA with weapons. Uh, Krav Maga is great. That's what I teach. But I also teach other stuff that I've learned over the years. And there's some stuff in Krav Maga that I don't teach because there's seven different ways to get out of chokes. Why am I going to teach you that when I can teach you one way to get out of all seven styles of chokes? Okay? Because you're not going to remember the seven ways. If someone chokes you from behind, you're not going to say, Oh, uh, Sensei Andrew said, if they choke you from behind, use technique number five. If I teach you one technique to get out of all seven directions of chokes or types of chokes, you're going to remember that a lot more, especially when stressing the adrenaline kick it. Okay. So just understand, be aggressive. Okay. I also want you guys to be efficient and effective. Okay. So when you hit your opponent, I want you to have good shots and like I said before, it doesn't matter how hard you hit them. The brain has to process every shot. Even if you poke them, they have to process that. So if you hit them and uh, they're, they're processing that one hit, by the time they're processing that first hit, you should be hitting them two or three more times. So they're, they'll be processing, they should be behind, they should be in a delay of processing because you're hitting them so much, okay? You're being effective um, with your shots. You're, it, like I said, it doesn't matter how hard you hit them, they still have to process it. And just like any computer, if you give it too much information, it's going to overload and it's going to crash. And that's what you want to do, is you want to give them so much pain that they're dealing with it doesn't have to be knockout pain i have to i have to i have to stress that because a lot of people think you have to hit hard 100 percent. save the energy so when you have those clean shots you could go hard but if you don't have those clean shots still hit them just to set up those power shots so, you know, say you're poking them, poke them, poke them, poke them, poke them 20 times until you could punch them in the face. Because remember, they're going to react to everything you're doing. So if you're poking them, they're going to react. Even if they're, if they're either going to back away, get closer, who knows. But, you know, I'm using pokes instead of punches, guys. I just want you guys to know that they have to react to whatever you're doing. So if you're poking them... And poking them and poking them and poking them. They're not going to stand there and let you poke them. They're going to react to what you're doing. So that means they're going to move. And if they move, chances are it's going to leave you 
something's going to be open and you're going to have a clear shot to punch him in the face, punch him in the stomach, kick him in the groin, whatever, okay? So the concept is what I'm trying to tell you guys is just be effective with your striking. So you're poking, you're poking, you're poking. And then when you get the opportunity, be efficient with your straight shots or your power punches, okay? Um, and I want you guys to know this is the last one that uh, I have is that it's kind of scary, but you have to understand second place in this fight can mean death so you have to make sure that you're doing all the other ones you know don't let them take you to a different location you have to be aggressive you have to be a hundred percent in and that only works if you give yourself permission um, to fight and you have to be efficient and effective with your strikes this is the mental aspect of it. And then you incorporate this with the physical aspects that we covered a couple episodes ago. And that's going to give you the best chance of success. And that's what we want. We want you to be success and safe. Hopefully you never have to use this. But if you do... You want to be able to pull it off in a positive way. All right. So, you know, I hope you guys understand what I'm trying to say here. Um, if you have any any questions about this, you guys could always hit me up uh, on my email. Uh, so I, I hope I hope you guys understand what i'm trying to say here um so next week's episode i have an interview with adam jolly he is the owner of smart safe self-defense uh he's a cool guy and i think you guys would appreciate uh, he's a cop in washington state um and he has his own smart defense business and uh, he's a really cool guy uh so like always if you have any questions, comments, collab ideas, uh, you can reach me at Andrew at RiseAboveSelfDefense.com or you can visit the website at www.RiseAboveSelfDefense.com. And remember, only you can unleash your inner badass.